Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Sugar Freedom Show. This is your host, Catherine Gordon. Today's episode is Ketogenic Diet, Staying Safe and Sane at Home. Well, it's been 29 days since my last episode, and at that point, we were starting to deal with with the new reality of COVID-19. The way that I've been living with this new reality is by keeping it keto and sometimes carnivore, and by sticking to my nutritional plans, managing to stay safe and sane at home. Step one was making decisions. Absolute bottom line, no sugar, no grains, no processed vegetable oils. Those were my deal breakers. Those were the boundaries that I simply would not cross. And then within that, I had started a carnivore diet a couple of months back and had been doing really, really well with it. And decided to be slightly flexible in terms of going carnivore, but always staying ketogenic. How did I know I was ketogenic? Well, I had the Keto Mojo meter, and I can test my blood in the morning or whenever I want to during the day to see if I'm in nutritional ketosis, which is 0.5 or above on that Keto Mojo meter. So a couple of challenges that we're facing as we shelter in place, as we practice physical disciplining, excuse me, physical distancing, is what are we going to eat? How are we going to get our food? How are we going to manage our food budgets? And one of the things that we've been doing is we don't certainly don't go to the store as often. I tend to be the person who goes to the grocery store. And we're making sure to get at least a week's worth of food, maybe a little bit more, but not too much more. Because if you go much beyond a week's worth of food or two weeks worth of food, you get into concerns about overbuying and hoarding so that there isn't enough for everyone else. I'll give you an example. In general, here in Tuolumne County, when you're buying eggs, you get to buy one egg product at a time. So there, you can buy 18 at a time. There is an 18 pack or a dozen eggs or you know, if you're buying, I would never do this, but if you're buying egg whites, you could also buy a package of egg whites, but one at a time. And that has been working. One of the things that I've noticed is that we're seeing plenty of eggs now in our local stores. There was a time when stores are running out of eggs. One of the things that's interesting is we've seen stores running out of heavy cream. And I'm thinking, boy, I bet there's a lot of uh, ketogenic people out there who are buying that organic heavy cream because every other kind is still in the store, uh, half and half, skim milk, almond milk, coconut milk. There's plenty of these either phony milks or reduced fat milks. There's plenty of that, but it is the whole milk and it is the whole cream that is or was kind of flying off the shelf. Now, my last shopping trip, really my last two grocery shopping trips, things have normalized. Actually, the only things that haven't been available have been uh, toilet, pa- toilet paper and uh, Clorox or Lysol wipes. You can buy bleach, so if you want to take some paper towel, and paper towel is back in stock. Toilet paper has not been. We had just generally, just as a practice, normally you know bought the big packages of toilet paper so we had enough going into this and we continue to have enough one of the things that we're doing is i am getting the uh, i ordered some of the cottonelle wipes from amazon.com and those are still available in the stores so kind of conserving the toilet paper and uh, using the wipes when necessary I hope that's not tmi but i do think that it's helpful but at the grocery store, still continuing to find enough of the foods that we need to resupply and have enough food to feel confident and to reduce that anxiety. 
One of the things that's been very helpful has been buying things that other people aren't buying. I'll give you a great example. We did a big leg of lamb for Easter, a big roasted leg of lamb, and it was a nine-pound leg of lamb. And now we've got wonderful, wonderful leftovers. My husband and my son are going to make a stew with their leftovers because they're normies. They they have never had metabolic issues. They've never been overweight, not dealing with insulin resistance or anything like that. Although my husband did go carnivore a couple of months ago because he had gained some weight over the holidays and he lost all that weight. So now he's doing more of a more of a low carb nutrition strategy. In other words, a little bit more than sugar freedom. Of course, again, sugar freedom is no sugar, no grains, no vegetable oils. But what he does is that because he now he doesn't really need to lose weight and hasn't had metabolic issues, he eats a fairly low carb diet, clean proteins, above ground vegetables, some fruit, but then he'll have a few things that he enjoys just to kind of enhance his life. He might have a high quality dessert or something like that. And that works really well for him. My son's the same way. Your basic high quality proteins and vegetables, and then some other things for enjoyment, and that's been working very well. So they're going. They made a uh, they made a soup last night, and they're going to be making a lamb stew today. And then I will simply hold out enough of the lamb to be eating with my uh, keto carnivore strategy. Keto or carnivore? Well, here's how I'm handling it. Pretty much usually carnivore meat, eggs heavy cream, sometimes a little bit of cheese. And then on special occasions like Easter, I did have some berries and I did have a little bit of potato and a little bit of carrot. That being said, the next morning I checked my blood and I was out of nutritional ketosis for the first time in a long time. So not my favorite strategy. I really do like to stay in NK, which is that 0.5 millimolar, um, according to the Keto Mojo. Usually I test it in the morning. This morning, I was at point two, so I am getting back into nutritional ketosis. Another note on that, though, is that usually in the morning, that's probably when it's going to be at its lowest, which is actually why I test, like to test it to make sure later in the day, especially after exercise, it might be a little bit higher. So usually carnivore, and then my only treat that I do to make things a little bit special, I don't do too much of this, I will get a sugar-free Jello, and then I will whip my heavy cream, and I will put in some plain, pure cocoa, and then I will add a little bit of stevia, and that makes my delicious dessert that I'm going to have on, on a special occasion. That, of course, is not strict carnivore, trying to keep it strict carnivore most of the time. And why is that? There's two issues that people have been dealing with a lot that they've been telling me about among my friends, among the people who follow my Sugar Freedom channel on YouTube, is two things dealing with anxiety and dealing with cravings and weight gain. And the simple truth is, is that I have found a connection between eating too much sugar and feeling anxious. As long as I keep ketogenic, keep the sugar and the grains and the vegetable oils oils out, I have a definite feeling of emotional well-being. The other issue is cravings and overeating. Once you re-expose the body to those sugars, to those tempting foods, you get back on that sugar addiction cycle and the cravings are going to come up very often, just about every 20 minutes. And this is what people are dealing with and what I am helping them with just simply as somebody who's demonstrating a sugar-free lifestyle is simply saying, if you replace the sugar, the grains, and the vegetable oils with other foods, your proteins and your vegetables that grow above the ground and your healthy fats, the cravings are going to ease. 
And for me, and remember, this is a demonstration as opposed to a recommendation, just demonstrating what I did to overcome obesity and sugar addiction. If I continue to struggle on a ketogenic nutritional strategy, that's when I make the shift to carnivore and I'm basically going to be eating meat and just the heavy cream, which keeps me completely satisfied. I can totally do that. Uh, eggs and bacon for breakfast and probably a steak for lunch. And then I don't want dinner because I only want two meals a day. And I'm still doing that. I'm still doing intermittent fasting, even though we're doing social distancing, kind of sheltering in place, not going to my retail job, doing my work at home, even being at home. I am so satisfied. I'm so content that I'm only eating twice a day and I'm only eating twice a day because that's how often I want to eat. Uh, if I actually want to taste something or sit down with my husband and son when they eat dinner, I might, you know, have a couple of bites of something. But the thing is, is that it's just simply for camaraderie. I have no craving. I, know, I have no driving desire to eat three meals a day. There are so many different kinds of experts who are talking about intermittent fasting, ketogenic diet, carnivore diet, all of them no matter what approach they're taking, or maybe they're taking all three approaches at once, which is kind of what I do, carnivore by its very nature is going to be putting you in nutritional ketosis because obviously if you're eating carnivore, you're going to be consuming less than 20 grams of carbohydrate a day, even if you're eating things like liver that have carbohydrate in them. And I have liver at least once a week. But there's these different strategies. Intermittent fasting is one of them. And talking about spending enough time not eating so that your insulin can go ahead and drop. This is something that's being practiced all over the world by lots of different people, not just the keto carnivore folks, but there are people who are doing more of a standard diet who are saying, all right, we're going to go ahead and we're going to fast. As a matter of fact, it may be one of the reasons there are you know, folks who are following a, a vegan or a vegetarian strategy and if they are incorporating intermittent fasting into that strategy, at least sometime during the day where the insulin levels are going to drop and we can have things happen like what we call autophagy, which is where the body is done consuming the, the eaten fuel and it can start to go after cleaning up any, any cells or anything in, in the bloodstream or in the body that needs to be taken care of your body has that opportunity to go into autophagy and do that. I find that I go into that naturally because by eating a keto carnivore lifestyle, that kind of nutrition strat strategy, it manages my appetite so well. I would even go so far as to say that it suppresses my appetite that I can get into autophagy and I have all these hours during the day when I don't need to eat. What we see so often and what I read about on Facebook and among my friends constantly going to the refrigerator, I think a couple of things are going on. We have that unstable blood sugar. We have the insulin levels going up. And down. So people are going to the refrigerator to try to normalize the way they feel in terms of their appetite. And they're also trying to normalize the way they feel in terms of their mood because you're looking for that dopamine hit, dopamine serotonin, which can come from eating and especially eating your carbs and your snacks. I don't have in my experience, this up and down of dopamine and serotonin. And actually what I find is that when I'm eating a keto carnivore strategy, I'm more likely to practice my music, practice my writing, dance, get out and garden, play with the dogs, 
have fun with my husband and my son, and do those other things that I enjoy that have nothing to do with eating. So it's another understanding of rather than a restriction program, like, oh, I'm going to restrict how much I eat, how much I'm eating. Instead of restriction, it's substitution. So instead of restricting the foods that I crave, I'm going to simply cut them out and I'm going to replace them with foods that nourish and satisfy. And this has been incredibly effective, even under these circumstances of not being able to go to work, not being able to go to church, not being able to go to choir practice and do so many of the things that I enjoy. One can understand how that could create depression and sadness and anxiety. But the beautiful thing is, is that because I'm keto carnivore, I'm practicing the other things that I love, which are music and singing and dance and just simply being out in nature. Because even no matter where we are, I believe that even if you're in the city, you're still allowed to, you know, go take a walk for exercise every day, depending on the level of restriction that you're dealing with. We are so lucky here in the Sierra Foothills in Tuolumne County. We've had very few cases. Oh, we're so fortunate in that we've had no deaths of people who have gotten community spread or gotten COVID-19 here in our county. And we're being very careful and we're following the rules, but we are able to, you know, I'm able to get out into onto our property, into the neighborhood take the dogs for a walk. I am wearing a mask and I'm wearing gloves. When I go to the grocery store, I uh, had to go get a new battery for the Subaru. So I had to go out and have that done. And when I am out, I am wearing a, wearing a mask and wearing gloves and definitely not doing any kind of frivolous going out in the world, going out to get groceries or to do things like get a car battery and making sure that we get in, get out and get everything that we need. But those are the two things that I'm really grateful for is that this ketogenic approach is allowing me to manage anxiety and not have cravings. And the beautiful thing about that is without the cravings, not overeating, not eating foods that make me feel bad and create guilt, which creates anxiety, which creates that vicious cycle. So that's what I, what I want to leave you with today is that if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling cravings, I'm going to ask you to consider the possibility that you might want to eat in such a way that you're going to eat the foods that satisfy your appetite as opposed to eating foods that stimulate it. And that is your choice. Uh, whether you're vegetarian or you go keto, whether you go carnivore, if you can take some time to simply sit down and jot down the foods that you know nourish and satisfy you, the foods that don't tend to cause cravings, and this can help you to have a little bit of serenity, health, and good feelings as we have to stay home. The sun is out in California today. I hope the weather is such that you can at least get some fresh air <laughs> within social distancing and that we continue to get through this together. And until we meet again, let's just go ahead and eat and live and take care of each other in a way that keeps us safe and sane and hopefully happy. All right. Thanks, everybody. This is Catherine from the Sugar Freedom Show, and I'll be talking to you soon. Bye-bye.